Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. So as promised, I am back to break down all three parts of Rachel Levis's interview with Bethany. Yes, in case you've been living under a rock this week, Rachel sat down with Bethany and literally mentioned it all. It has been all I've been able to think about all week since part one dropped on Wednesday. Um, I don't know about you, but I have been analyzing. I have been deep diving. I have been all over social media trying to make sense of this interview. But today, I'm going to list out the 16 most shocking moments from the interview so you don't have to listen to the whole thing yourself. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So if you caught my video yesterday, you know that there's a lot of controversy around this interview, why Bethany chose to do it, why Rachel chose Bethany to sit down with in the first place. And we are going to get into a little bit of that, but we're also going to kind of go through Rachel's answers and see what's true what's already been debunked, and kind of give my thoughts and opinions on a lot of the things she said. So I'm going to dive into it all. But before I do, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So Bethany starts out the interview pretty much admitting that she has never watched Vanderpump Rules. And all I can think about is, great, this is Howie Mandel 2.0. She only watched the three-part reunion, so only has seen that instance of Raquel interacting with the rest of the group. She did not see anything go down regarding Scandaval. She did not see any of Raquel's actions on the show. So for her to come in and just basically be a stranger to Raquel's entire past and, you know, friendship with these people on the show is not a really good place to start. And it really kind of showcases that the only point that she is trying to make bringing Raquel on is that it supports her reality reckoning, her campaign to, you know, get reality members to go on strike against the networks and, you know, give them more benefits, which I am for many parts of. However, I think that her motive here is wrong. I don't really think she cares about Raquel's well-being. I don't think she wants Raquel to really, you know, voice and speak out for herself. I think she's really just trying to support her own narrative here. Raquel then shares that she actually wasn't best friends with Ariana or let alone friends at all. She calls them acquaintances and that they only hung out while the cameras were rolling. Really, Raquel? I have several, several sources that are saying that that is not true, that they've actually seen them hang out together off camera. And I have a feeling that Ariana would back that up too. So that is just one of the many lies that we are going to get through in this interview. Rachel then shares about her feelings going into the season. She actually said that she was excited about this season because producers had specifically told her that basically the more you contribute to the show, the more money you will make. It's like you're paid based on your performance on the show. And so she kind of like goes into this spiel about how, you know, she's seen the show. She knows what people do to get rewarded on the show, you know, cause drama, cheat, um, all sorts of things. So that was almost her mentality going into it. 
And I think that this blurs the lines a little bit because, you know, of course, you know, the reality producers do want drama on the show. However, Raquel going into this with a mindset like, I'm going to stir up drama, so what is the worst possible thing that I can do, was almost what she was thinking going into this season. And that just doesn't sit right with me. She shares that she feels like the network is running to the bank with the entire Scandal scandal and exploiting her. You know, I talked about this in my previous video, but isn't Bethany kind of doing that same thing too? You know, she said she wasn't paid for the scandal of it all. Everybody else is cashing in. Does she want to be rewarded for having an affair? I'm not sure what her point is here. Yes, ratings were high. Guess what else is high? Bethany's podcast ratings as well. Her podcast is the number one podcast in the world. So who else is exploiting her and benefiting off of this too? Not just Bravo, but Bethany as well. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Again, she says she didn't make a penny off of Scandal after Lisa Vanderpump came out and says she actually got paid $361,000 for the season. Like, again, this is yet another lie that is told during the interview. She's like, oh, I feel like everybody's profiting off of it, even Tom Sandoval. Well, yeah. Tom at least had the dignity to return, face the music, face the group, and yes, he's getting paid for it. If you chose to return, you would also be getting paid to show face and, you know, film with the group. It's just that simple. I love how she also makes some sort of comment like, oh, my opportunities for brand deals have totally been shot. Yes, no shit. You were involved in a very, very public affair. You were the other woman. I don't think anyone wants to really reward you or be associated with you, um, especially brands during this time. So I don't know. That's just kind of a really weird thing to say and a really weird thing to even think that Raquel would be getting brand deals. Then we have Raquel bringing up the restraining order because they talk a lot about Sheena, about how, you know, they were friends and she did a lot of favors for Sheena. We know that Raquel slash Rachel did drop the restraining order and pretty much say, like, I'm sorry, it didn't happen. I'm dropping the restraining order. But now she's backtracking and actually saying that it did happen, that Sheena did punch her in the face and that she has a scar from it. And it's like, what's right and what's wrong? What's true and what's false? She is making it really, really hard to believe her when she is so wishy-washy and going back and forth about all the questions and answers from the past four months. It's like, we cannot rely on anything that she's saying, basically. She also gets into the FaceTime recording. So of course, we know that Ariana picked up Tom's phone, saw a FaceTime recording on his phone that he recorded without Raquel's consent. Now, this is pretty bad because I think Tom Sandoval could get into a lot of trouble for recording her without her consent. That is not okay. That will never be okay, no matter who it is. However, she seems to be like placing the blame on Ariana for finding it. And I don't think that that's the way to go. I think she really needs to be looking at Tom who recorded it in the first place and had it just open on his phone like where anybody could see it. So 
Tom, this one's on you. More about the FaceTime recording, she says that scene in the apartment where her and Tom are sitting, you know, after Scandaval broke um, and talking about their relationship, that she actually brought up the FaceTime recording and Tom, you know, talked about it. Then she said he threatened to boycott filming if he didn't have editing rights over that scene to remove that footage. Well, Bravo and other sources are clapping back saying that that is not true. You know, usually cast members don't have that kind of power over editing footage. I know Bethany said something about like how she's seen that before, but I definitely don't think Tom in the position that he's in would have that type of power. So Rachel, I'm going to call another lie on this one. He also said that he was offered a producer credit for season 11 and that is just so laughable and was quickly debunked as well. Then we get into the Kristen Doty of it all because Rachel talks about how her and James were allegedly in a physically abusive relationship. And in order for Bravo to kind of silence her, they either offered her hush money or gave her this spinoff so she wouldn't like come out with the truth. Kristen has denied that any hush money or spinoffs were given for that reason. However, she did say that there are some truths behind what Raquel said. So I don't know, was there physical abuse? I'm not sure, but I feel like we might be hearing more about this coming up soon. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Twenty-one plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com/sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. And they start talking about the reunion. You know, Bethany, who is you know God's gift to Earth, decided to list out all the names that Rachel was called during the reunion by her castmates. And hearing this, it was a little sad. But coming from Bethany, who has also been verbally abusive to many of her castmates over the years, it's hypocritical to say the least. They also talk about how Andy, you know, in an interview after the reunion, said that it seemed like Rachel was heavily medicated during the reunion because she wasn't showing emotion. I mean, we all watched it. We all were kind of thinking the same thing. And her and Bethany go on this rant about how that's a HIPAA violation. I don't think these women really know what a HIPAA violation is because he was not revealing anything about her personal medical records, any type of medication that she's on. He was simply sharing an observation from what he saw in his chair. Okay, moving on to this next point because this is kind of a funny one. So, they then dive into the gram of it all. So, of course, Bethany asks, you know, like, what does the dog have to do with all of this? Rachel says that, you know, he bit her mom while she was in treatment. She gave Graham to a rescue organization. And after scanning his chip, they found out it was hers and contacted Lisa Vanderpump. Rachel did not even know that James had Graham until he posted about it on Instagram in Lake Tahoe, which kind of blew my mind. 
But honestly, she wasn't really in contact with anybody at that point. So she thinks that the gram of it all was bait to get her back on the show. She said that she's kind of sad seeing Graham being in the middle of this all. But she also blames James for Graham being the way he is and says that James would like let him bite him while they were, you know, raising him. And I don't know about you, but like I have a dog. We play. Sometimes it's rough play. I don't think that James like trying to roughhouse and play with the dog is why the dog became the way he is. I don't know why that is, but I think placing blame on James for this is a little bit of a stretch. Now, this is a big one because Rachel finally admits that she is never going to be returning to reality TV. She is not returning to Vanderpump Rules and has no plans to do any other show at this time. She pretty much says she didn't think that she would get the redemption arc that she thought that she deserved. You know, she thinks that the editing would be biased and maybe in somebody else's favor, aka Ariana's, which she's probably right about. She also shared, though, that she asked to be paid equally as Ariana and Tom Sandoval for this upcoming season. You know, they were talking about her coming back. I think they were negotiating the contract, and... They flat out denied it. And while I do think that she deserves a major boost in money for this upcoming season, Tom and Ariana have been on the show for 10 years and Raquel less than half of that. So do I think that she should be paid the same amount as them? No. Do I think that she should have gotten a raise for this season? Yes. So that's that on that. When Bethany asks if she's in contact with any of the cast members, she basically says she has a no contact policy with any of the cast members. The only one that has reached out to her, though, is actually surprisingly Lala of all people. But she thinks that Lala has an ulterior motive here because she thinks that she wants Raquel on her side to discuss things and maybe form an alliance against people like Randall. If you guys remember, she did compare Tom Sandoval to Randall being a narcissist, being an abuser, being a manipulator. And I think Lala is pretty right in that aspect. So, you know, it could be that she's reaching out to Rachel to kind of hear her side. And maybe she's kind of looking at this through a new lens now and kind of seeing a little bit of herself in Rachel at this moment with Tom. Lala has shared that I think that forgiveness for her is happening. I think that, you know, lines are being crossed that she didn't think would be crossed earlier, you know, last season. So I think Raquel makes a point here, but also, I don't know, I think maybe her and Lala could have a chance to reconnect. She also shares that Lisa Vanderpump herself did want her to come back to Vanderpump Rules. She offered to do a one-on-one interview with her at Villa Rosa, away from all of the castmates, and Rachel basically flat out denied it. Tom Sandoval also sent her a few emails asking her to come back, and I don't think she has responded. But what is quite possibly the most shocking moment from this interview is that Rachel reveals that she is starting a podcast. Yes, another podcast. She is ready to make her voice heard, and she feels like, you know, there is a gap in the marketplace, you know? Not a lot of people get to hear from the other woman in these situations. So she kind of wants to, you know, wear that as a badge of honor. Start a podcast and talk about how being the other woman really, really has affected her mentally. I don't know about this, but it's giving cringe. It's really, really, really giving cringe. You know, I support her mental health journey. Um, It kind of seems like she's trying to become a mental health advocate, but for her to kind of 
put on this hat as the other woman and continue to make that her story, I don't think is the right angle to go here. I'm sorry. And I don't think doing this podcast with Bethany was the right angle either to begin with. I mean, let's be real. We were all kind of starting to forget about Raquel. She was in Arizona. She was rarely being photographed. She was not interacting with the cast. We weren't expecting her to come back. You know, everything was kind of dying down until this podcast. And now it kind of seems like she's dug her hole deeper and deeper and will probably continue to on her new podcast. So those are the top most shocking moments from the interview for me. Let me know if you listened. Let me know all your thoughts about the interview, about Rachel, about Bethany. I want to hear them all. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more Bravo Breaking News.